Hello and good evening and welcome to the latest episode of the Magicast. I'm your host Scott Monroe. Welcome to episode 202 where we'll be talking about the ultimate shithousery of Bayer Leverkusen nil, AS Roman nil, which meant Roma have qualified for the Europa League final where they were playing Sevilla on the 31st of May and we'll talk about Roma 2, Salernitana 2, um, we might have a talk about the points deduction of a, a fellow European rivalry rivalry in Serie A, and we've got some listeners' questions. With me tonight, I've got two guests. I've got Joey, and I've got the returning producer, Sam. How are we both? I'm good, Scott. You and Sam, how are you guys? I'm very well. Sam, how are you? Hey guys, how are you? Good to be here again. It's been a while, right? I always want to be here. We always coordinate, Joey, but you know, it's it's tough for me. Um, I always edit it. Now it's nice to hear you guys. I mean, great job with, uh, with all the content you've been producing. So that's nice. It's good to be here today. Uh, important times for Roma fans, huh? Anxious times for Roma fans. Anxious uh, next week or so. Yeah, it's uh, what, eight days time? It's Budapest, isn't it? Not Bucharest. I always get them too confused because it's Budapest in Hungary. I I can't wait. But it is already uh, kicking in. Kicking in. <laughs> I, Sam, I told Scott that during the Salernitana game, I was already nervous about the final. Like, yeah, no, so right. Yeah. When are you got any injuries? You know, you're always thinking about that. And yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's all or nothing, really. Yeah, it literally no, is. Very good that you say that. It's, it's actually that was the title of a Spanish pod. We just re- I stayed until like two a.m. in the morning, like recording, and we did an hour and a half pod, right? Um, um, yeah, because we hadn't recorded like about ten days, anyways. Uh, and that was the title, <laughs> all or nothing, because that's that's what it means for us. Uh, the match on the thirty first, you know, and I'm sure we're gonna talk about it more later. But I mean. The conversation on June first can go two very different ways. Mm. You know, we're the team in Champions League champions, and the other conversation might be we're out of Europe completely, and we're looking at a very long summer, right? So uh, let's be prepared for both, and let's enjoy where we are. It's Champions League or Conference League, isn't it? Pretty much. Uh, not necessarily, Scott. We still have a chance of Europa. It could be. It could be Europa because of the the points deduction of Juventus. Yes. And if, uh, so the stipulation is if Fiorentina win any of the cups coming up, the Coppa Italia or the conference league, then the sixth spot is a conference league spot. But oh, wow. if they do not win it, then the sixth spot becomes Europa league and seven becomes conference league. So oh, it all okay. depends what you do. Yeah. Okay. That's put me at ease. So are we all into for tomorrow? Uh, yeah, just <laughs> for Europa League, definitely. I would like, I mean, and then we'll find out the result, right? Because they play after Roma play a week later, which I'm still upset about. I think the, the tier of competition yeah, should seventh. always be playing. Yeah, it, it they should be playing. I think the Conference League should play first, then the Europa, then the Champions League. It should be. But it was the same league. last year, too. I remember Frankfurt, yeah, I think it was the, the Champions League play first, right? Yeah. That's right. So I don't understand the, the decision for it. I guess uh, we're a little biased on our part. I, I give the guys as much rest as possible and put it at the end of the season so we know where we're at. But, yeah, that's so that's the stipulation. So, yeah, I'm definitely uh, for Inter on the weekend. Don't talk uh, to sorry me. Sorry for, uh, for tomorrow. 
Yeah, don't talk to me about Italian football and scheduling because that's the bane of my life in the last few weeks. Um, I've got a ticket for the Spezia game. Um, <laughs> I'm still waiting for the, the confirmation of when Roma will play. <laughs> Which oh, is an out- mad, mad Scott. It's, <laughs> it's the worst. It's, the, it's Monday, it's the 29th. It's because of the relegation places, um, are we also? But yeah, scheduling is the is not the greatest. It's like, I understand why Roma are playing on Saturday, but I don't understand why Inter are also playing on Saturday afterwards. Also, they're playing Atalanta, but nah. We, we, it's, well, Serie A, it's the gift that keeps on giving, but yeah. Um, should we talk about Thursday? Um, the ultimate... One of the most ultimate shithousery performances I've seen under Jose Mourinho. So, was it uh, Bayer Leverkusen nil, Roma nil? Roma went through one nil on aggregate, twenty three shots to one. Roma had an xG of zero point zero three, no shots on target. Uh, I think it became a back seven or a back eight with about five minutes to go. But I always felt in control. Uh, there was no really worries for me at the end. Um, there was a piece on the Athletic that I saw that Bayer Leverkusen got Mourinho'd, and I completely agree. Um, I'll ask you both how how do you feel afterwards? What was your thoughts on the performance? Because defensively, it was a masterclass. Uh, it was it was ultimate shit Harry, wasn't it? Um, Jerry, I'll start off with you. Yeah, absolutely. It was shithousery, but it's um, it's just a style of play. Look, it's not too pleasing to everybody, but it's still very hard to be turned on and focused for 99 minutes defensively. Roma knew what they were up against. They had a lot of injuries. They were very tired, and they did it in the best way they could of advancing to the final, which was uh, just parking the bus and being as defensively solid as they are. That's their strength. I don't get why so many buyer players and even their, I don't know if it was their director, CEO, were so salty and made such comments after the game talking about the way Roma played. I mean, if they knew the stipulation of Roma having that many injuries, having that many problems, everything goes through problems, I understand. But that was the way Mourinho knew how to get them through the final. Um you said it best, Scott. They were in control. They gave up 23 shots. Out of 23 shots, Scott, they had an XG of under one. It was like 0.98 to close to one. On 23 shots, that's very, very low. Mm. That gives you an average of like point, I think I saw it was like 0.04, um, 0.04 per shot, which again is really low. Their best opportunity was the Fring Pong shot that they had blocked in terms of XG, which is a 0.10 which is not really high. That was their best uh, opportunity in terms of XG. People talk about the post of Diaby. The angle was covered. It was very tight. I thought their biggest opportunity they missed was, I think, that Asmund turnaround shot, but it's still very hard to hit. Yeah. But overall, Roma, they didn't allow much with all their problems. They even had to play Bove at right wing back because of another injury. It's a yeah. And same with Spinazzola coming out. They put in Zaleski, who had a little bit of problems, but defensively they got it done. And it's just it's just a way to play and to get results. Um, I don't know if you or Sam know this, but on the weekend, Leverkusen played a game. I don't know if you saw... Gladbach. What, 
Yes, Gladbach. Yeah. I don't know if you saw what circled on social media of how they gave up their two goals, but it was absolutely atrocious. Their, their, the tying goal, which was late in the game, was literally a pat, pass back to the forward because he didn't see him. It's just, it just shows how defensively solid Roma are that don't give much and how other teams can focus on other areas of the pitch. And it's just that's their weak point where, as Roma, that's their strong point. Mm. So I give them full credit for, for what they did. This was the only way they were going to make it through with their injuries. And, yeah, it's not everyone's style of play, but this is one of the ways to get results. And this is what this is the best way Roma can do it. It had to be done, didn't it? Because, as you said, there was there was no Dybala, um, no Lorente. The squad's been depleted in the last few weeks, ever since the final game. I say that was a blessing, but that's also been a hindrance due to injuries also. But it was the, it's the only way they had to play. Um, there was going to be no attacking input. But yeah, I, I'm right. pleased. And just to say yeah. one more time, Scott, it's just, uh, I'm glad you brought up, I think Roma, especially for Europe, have always done, have always done what they needed to do to mm. win the game. They don't, they don't fully dominate you to win four five zero or whatever the case is. And not every game do they shit house a zero zero. They played they did it against Sociedad because they were up two zero. But mm. in Rome, they played the game. Against Feyenoord, they didn't shit house a zeros. They didn't try to shit house a zero zero in Feyenoord the first leg. They tried to play the game and they created chances and they even had a penalty. Uh on the return leg, they knew what they needed to do. They had a wonderful XG. They dominated for the most part Feyenoord. So that's what they do. And that's what Marino tries to uh, at least manage is doing just enough to get over without overexerting themselves and leaving them just completely decimated, you know, the next week after. And that's what they needed to do in Leverkusen. They knew the injuries, they knew the problems, and this is, they use their strength as their biggest, let's say, threat of making it to the final. And that's what ended up happening. And to me, they controlled the game. So pretty, you put best, yeah. they controlled it. Pretty much. And I think we still owe an apology to Brian Cristante, uh, <laughs> the Kaiser, as he was done the last podcast because he was outstanding again. Um, Sam, I come to you. What were your thoughts on the performance? Um, it, defensively, they were so solid. They hardly didn't give Leverkusen anything. But... Yeah. How did you feel? Because I was nervous with about 20 minutes to no, go. No, I think <laughs> we were all nervous, right? The, the yeah. whole time. Although we felt like, okay, this match, we kind of have it under control and we're playing solid. We're playing as a compact unit. Um, anything can happen at any time, right? Anything can mm. get open. Mistakes have shown that Roma can make little mistakes and that cost us a lot of points. Usually, usually, mostly in Serie A, not so much. We turn into a return at a level in European competition. But yeah, I think the Athletic had it right. And I tweeted it too. You know, one of those uh, salty tweets from the Bayer Leverkusen Twitter account, they tweeted, oh, look at those stats. And they put like a, an emoji thinking like, how can this happen? A confused happen. A confused face, right? Well, Mourinho happened to them, right? I think I think the Athletic had it right. Uh, it's not the style for a lot of people. Listen, I not, that's, not my, that's not my style too. I would rather a, a team that, has the ball a little bit more, wants to do a little bit more with the ball. But this is a style that we have, and we're getting results. This is our second straight European final. Where were we before with the other style? I mean, you know, I think we're okay. I think I think we got to look past that. And right? if you're a Roma fan that has that hasn't 
that has been following this team for 20 years. This is new. This is new water. These are new waters for you, right? We it's, haven't been yeah, here before. Regardless of the style. Who cares about the style? Just enjoy the ride. Every, like I said, everything might be very different in June. So I think I think the the and the saltiness from the Leverkusen. I mean, like again, it's a style of football. You might not you might like it, you might not like it, but it's valid, and it's getting us to where we haven't in waters that we're, where we have where we haven't been before. So I think it, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's it's all positive. Um, eight days though. What I'm worried about is eight days and and. And then I just want players to recover, right? But but just to close out the Leverkusen in the match in Germany, a professional performance. But mm. every single uh, player of the team, you know, we play as like I said, as compact unit, and they did what needed to be done in the game plan. They executed the ga- the game plan to perfection. Uh, a, a very solid shout out to uh, Rui Patricio. Very short. You always have to have that keeper, that a good night. That if you want to make that, if you want to have that great night, I mean, a little bit of luck, a little bit of everything has to fall into place. But you have to have a a good performance from your keeper, and we got that from Rui Patricio. This time also, his picture afterwards in the team photo was um, was wonderful. Like he looked like a Greek goddess <laughs> with the statue. Yeah. Yeah, and just just to give you guys an example to go on Sam's point, it, it's it's professional, but it, it's very difficult to do. Uh, mm. if people watch the Juventus Sevilla game when Juventus went up one zero in the uh, return leg as well. They try to be defensive. Uh, I'm not saying as much as Roma did, but you know, Allegri type football. They couldn't manage to do it. it it's incredibly hard. But like oh, yeah. Sam said, we're in new waters here with uh, with uh, with Roma. You know, two European finals in two years. I'll take that any any day over a game where we're going to lose six two in an away semi final leg. So it's we'll we'll definitely take it as Roma fans. You just said that scoreline again. It's giving me PTSD. Oh. <laughs> well, the last semi-final away we played in Europe, Scott, was a six-two to Manchester yeah, United. Yeah, yeah, that still haunts me two years later. Like to be honest, in Europe, Roma have been pretty well. And if, if, if there's a big if, I'm doing the Joey Tribbiani quotation marks from Friends. If Roma do win, they're in the pot one of the Champions League group, which is that's right. It's, it's wonderful, so they miss all the big guns, one or two big guns, but that is looking a bit too far. It's I did... really all or nothing, huh? It's yeah, really either yeah, pop, it one or Champions League or potentially Conference League. Conference League. could be a two-time <laughs> not a lot of money in for the next market. Yeah. We have been at a point in the season where we can make any one of the European competitions or make nothing at all. We've never been at this point, I don't think, with two games left. If you Champions League, really? Europa League... Conference League or nothing, we have a chance at all of them. So yeah, remember last year when we played the final, we were already qualified for Europe. So that was yes, out of our, did, out, yeah. out of our bags. So yeah. we beat Turin on the last day of the, the season. That's, yeah, we finished sixth, and we just was it one point behind Lazio or something like that? One yeah, or two. Yeah. Lazio. Scott, yeah. the only thing I wanted to mention, you mentioned about how Roma been in good in Europe. The only thing that worries me but this goes for Sevilla as well both Roma and Sevilla away from home it's going to depend the atmosphere haven't been as great they haven't gotten many great results in Europe this year so it's going to be interesting to see how much the atmosphere uh, or the fans at the stadium really will help the team drive forward yeah that's true um, I'm just looking at Sevilla's results recently they had the uh, they had the derby at the weekend against Real Betis they drew they drew. Well, look at their European away form. They haven't been great. 
they haven't won a game like we have. They they recently had a good form, but before that they were fighting relegation not long ago. Yeah, they're ninth now in in La Liga. Um, so they just beat. Uh, so excuse me. So they've won two out of the last three La Liga games because so, uh, they lost. They lost to Girona. Um, they beat Espanyol. They beat Valladolid. And then they drew with Real Betis. So they've won three out of four. They also beat Athletic Club in Bilbao. Oh, they've actually been on some good form. It's just... Oh, After yeah. April. Ap- April and yeah. May has been decent yeah. for them. Before yeah. That wasn't yeah, so they've drew... In April, they beat Cadiz. Uh, Drew with uh, Salta Vigo. One in Valencia. Uh, they beat Manchester United. It's not hard. Um, beat Villarreal. Uh, beat Athletic Club. Lost to Girona. Beat Espanyol. Uh, drew away at Juventus and then won the second leg. Uh, beat Valladolid and drew with Betis. And they're, they're ninth. Uh, they're only one point off Girona. They're one point or, uh, two points off Athletic Club, which is the seventh position which is the conference league position so they could potentially get europe they they probably like rome uh, like roma it's they could get conference league or they could get champions league and that's bonkers <laughs> it's it crazy is. yeah they also severe are also playing this week because there's a midweek round of action in in la liga and they've got elche and they've also got real madrid on saturday evening same time as roma play and they finished their season against Real Sociedad on the fourth. But yeah, it's going to be it's going to be good. Um, we'll probably talk more about the the game closer to it. Um, did any of you two try and get try and get tickets or have a look? I know Joey did. Sam, did you try and have a look? No, no I have two kids, little kids at home. I just took a trip overseas. Uh, I have to wait a little bit. I know. It would have been nice. If he were in maybe Italy, I can kind of convince my wife, you know, can do something, trip to Budapest, or the whole thing. I could have went to Hungary. Hungary looks quite nice. <laughs> Is it, it's probably, my American wife, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think me and Joey had a look, and I was one of 40,000 in the queue. I was one of 10,000. Sam, um, I was t- talking to Scott that day, so the tickets for the general public opened at 11 a.m. our time. And um, I was refreshing the page as of five minutes before 11. And at 58, I think they opened the line. I might have been 30 seconds off. So they opened just a couple minutes early. I was 10,000 in line and there were only 6,000 tickets available. Wow. So oh, I missed about like 30 seconds. If I got on a ticket, I would have definitely gone. But yeah, there wow. were so many people waiting. It was insane. So, yeah. I saw a post of Daniele De Rossi. Even he said earlier that uh, he didn't have a ticket and he didn't have any connections. I don't know if Danielino ended up getting oh, a ticket. He'll, he'll get a, a ticket. Days. He'll Hopefully try to get After that post, I'm sure he'll get tickets. He'll but get I saw tickets. something like something that he posted on social media. It's so like should, should we see Totti in the stands? Oh yeah, uh, he'll be in the stands. No, like, he'll be. He'll be a dignitary, wouldn't he? He'll be a Roma dignitary. Which yeah. would be, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, exciting times ahead. Eight days away. Because um, the news is like, will Dybala play? Will Wijnaldum play? Uh, I'm a bit... When I If I see Dybala's name on the team sheet, I'll be ecstatic, but... Yeah, exactly right. Mourinho yeah. was playing some mental games yesterday in the post-match I conference, think, right? Yeah, I think it's, it's all mental. 
he looked he looked very in a bad mood, right? He was very short answer. No, yes, no, yes. Um, is oh, Dybala okay? No. Will he be okay? I don't know. Uh, will he make the? Are you are you like somewhat positive about it? No. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Like you said, is is it really no? Is it one of the Mourinho's mental games? It's hard to know. I think he will be on the on the squad. I don't know if he'll start. I mean. It, but I think he'll at least be in the squad. If you're Dybala, you want to be there too, right? Oh, yeah. I reckon he'll start. Yeah, but it's mind wow, games. I'm it's mind games, I'm all right. It's Jose mind games. This is speciality. Are you? It is, Scott. And I would say I would say that for uh, for Smalling, Llorente, El Shirari, he said the season was over for El Shirari. He said the season was over for Llorente. It was very, very, very negative and pessimistic about Smalling. And they all returned a little earlier than expected but with Dabala, I don't know if this tactic of he hasn't played in a month yeah exactly I would think yeah you would want to put minutes in his legs before he played that's the one thing that makes me worried is I don't know if Mourinho's playing mind games when it comes to Dybala exactly what we talked about in the Spanish ball he hasn't played in a while it'll be good month, if he's man. okay to see him to get some minutes against Fiorentina right uh, again it, it'll be I don't know you want to get some minutes because one thing is training. One thing is actual those actual matches. This is this is a, a final, right? Um, again, after the after that foul by uh, Palomino, oh, it's gone downhill for him, right? Yeah. I don't know if he's been the same guy. It's been like around a month since that. Hmm. He did have that slight appearance against uh, against final, Inter. But he didn't look good at no, all. Inter, he played a little bit to a few minutes. I think he had. A, I would have given I would have given him fifteen minutes against uh, Bologna at the weekend. Because the game was it was pretty much a nothing. Uh, I would probably give him twenty if minutes. If he has minutes against Fiorentina, I really don't see him starting. Yeah, Budapest. Yeah, I, I see him in the roster. He might be on the bench, but I don't see him starting after a month with no football. It's hard. That takes it all. Yeah, I would give him twenty minutes on Saturday. 20-25 minutes. If the game's nil-nil, you may as well just chuck him on. But there is also that mind in the back of your mind that someone like Martinez Quattro will just probably go through the back of him and just absolutely ruin him. Right. Like, but the yeah. fourth thought is, is he's having flare-ups again in his ankle. And that's, ah. again, we don't know. I think they're being very, very tight lip about it. And yeah. I'm saying it the way Mourinho was answering those questions. So we won't honestly find out until Saturday or until the final. He may surprise us or he may be telling the truth. How did Mourinho refer uh, uh, for, uh, to the, the Fiorentina match, a serious training session, right? We'll see if the Fiorentina players look at it that way. They have two finals to play of their own, so yeah. they'll be focusing on some other things as well. They do. They have a final tomorrow in the Coppa Italia. Evidently, is in Rome. So there's another 90 minutes or 120 minutes played on that Roman pitch, which is probably taking an absolute battering all season. Uh, and they have the final against West Ham uh, in seventh. Seven. Yeah, seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you mentioned Joey. You mentioned Smalling, Lorente, and Al Shirari. Two of them played 90 minutes yesterday, and one of them played 45. So that's a start. You're getting bodies. And Vinaldum played, what, 65 to 70 minutes yesterday. So there is fitness and minutes under the legs. But, yeah, um, I do think Mourinho will be tight-lipped and a bit coy. We'll see what the team sheet is on for Saturday, won't we, where it's Svilia, Missouri... <laughs> 
Tahirovic, Kamara, etc., etc. But now we'll wait and see. Um, should we talk about yesterday's game, 2-2 against San Antana? Who I actually thought played pretty well. Um, I think they're very well coached by Paolo Souza, who's done a really, really good job. Even though they've drawn, I think it's 60% of his games in charge, I think they do play some good football. Good goal by Kandreva. Poor defending. Um, Disallowed goal by Abanez, which I thought was very harsh. And then Al Shuari and then... Was it Buladia? Well, I think he's been one of the signings in Serie A. And then Nemanja Matic, 2-2. Um, Joey, we would we would trade in WhatsApp messages. Good second half. First half was pretty much appalling. Couldn't lay a glove on them. Uh, but what were your overall thoughts on it? Yeah, like you said, first half wasn't great at all. And it showed we played a lot of the guys who were not worthy of starting for Roma or we had guys out of position. Um, I don't think Bove looked uh, comfortable as a center back. And as soon as they scored that initial goal, you can tell Mourinho uh, on the camera, you can hear him screaming. He was screaming, Zale, Zale, because he wanted to make the shift Mm. and go with a four back, which is what he did. Uh, we looked a little better. And then when all the starters came on, I thought we had a much better half, second half than um, than Salernitana. Uh, we had the mistake. I know Llorente stepped up into the midfield when he played. Uh, he stepped up uh, he, and Buladia got behind him and then Matic couldn't recover. So they had the unfortunate bounce, which Smalling played great defensively, but Buladia had that wonderful reaction to put the ball past uh, Patricio. But... Overall, Roma had a better second half with the starters, and that's been a problem all year. We we play the reserves, and we just can't seem to do anything. The starters come on, and obviously we do. There's just such a difference between them. I I can see Mourinho on camera. I mean, it's I I don't like him playing, and I'm sorry. I'm I'm completely off any Balotti train there is. I don't think the guy should be here next year. It's just brutal how the guy doesn't have a single Serie A goal in over 900 minutes in a full season. I know you didn't have a preseason or whatever, but not one Serie A goal. I think his time is done at, at Roma and he should start looking at mid-table clubs because, yeah, it's just brutal. I just I don't think I want to see him next season for Roma. Oof. Um, I actually thought he did Ooh. all right yesterday, but... Mm-mm. Okay, fair enough. Um, what was your thoughts on Antisarazo? Uh, I I thought it was right to call it. They did hit his oh. arm. They, every mm-hmm. angle I saw, mm-hmm. hit his arm. So it was it's, harsh, it's, though. It was harsh. harsh. Yeah, yeah, but that's the rule. But he, he rule, yeah. and Abraham, especially Bellotti, have blocked so many shots. Oh God, yeah. Target. It just it's insane and. Um, sorry, I'm on. Maybe I'm in the minority here about, about Bellotti. I just I don't think he has he has offered anything in terms of offensive production. I know it's very hard in Mourinho's tactics for a striker to score, but he, this is another level of struggling. So uh, it's just I I don't know. I just think between him and Abraham have struggled all year, and I think we can just do better on the market. You know, especially that he was free. So uh, he he just had a poor game in my mind. I know he worked hard, but offensively. Just couldn't get things over, but it wasn't the only one. Uh, I mean, Solbakken didn't play well. We didn't see much out of Kamara or Tahirovic uh, either. They didn't really progress play very well. I thought Bovi did okay for what he could. I mean, he played out of position again. I thought Matic was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Probably when he came on, uh, he kind of changed the game a little bit. 
uh, Wijnaldum was was off for sure. We're gonna need you know we're gonna need him definitely for the final. But overall, just disappointing, especially you know uh, with Mourinho's comments about the um, the deduction of the Juventus points. Yeah. I mean, I it's hard to disagree with him, right? Because you change your mentality. If Juve had those points deducted a few games ago, well, maybe we go to try to win in Bologna. Maybe we don't run reserves against other teams. We have four or five points more. I mean, it changes the way you think about the season with their points. Um, uh, you know, with the points given back after 15 points, Roma's thought was, okay, we're going through, through Europa League, but it wasn't really the case. It, it wasn't really the case because now they're deducted another 10 points. So uh, overall, like I said, this mediocre game, bad first half, uh, better second half, and we just, you know, hope they can... Positives, honestly, is just everybody coming back, and it's, I'm glad to see that. But obviously, we'll just see on the ball and and, uh, and Spinazzola because I heard Chelik will be okay. So yeah, let's, I hope, heard the, uh, let's hope they get positive results in the three games. I heard the, I heard the same thing about the latter. I think he's posted that the injury wasn't too serious, or it's nothing to worry about. Um, Sam, what were your thoughts on yesterday's game? Uh, basically, same as Joey uh, uh, and. Uh, kind of flat first half mm. where I actually think Salernitana played really well and they had the up tempo and they had with more they play with more energy. Uh second half we got we step it up a notch with that starters. Uh big shout out to Matic. You know Matic has been crucial not only with the goals but just with his performances. Um I don't necessarily agree with Joey as uh with uh, Andrea Velotti as far as he's done with his time in Rome. Um, let's go back a little bit, and I know you mentioned that Joey. Uh, he came. He came in in the very last day of the season. He waited for us. He trained by himself. He had offers from other teams, but he wanted to come to Rome because Mourinho wanted him. He wanted to work with Mourinho on the very last day of the transfer market. He signed with Rome um, with Roma. I would like to see a full off-season training, a full training season for him, a, a good summer for him of. of Getting ready for for the season, um, and then we'll be able to we'll be able to uh, assess. I think I'm not ready to say for him to be done because let's think about this: if Abraham is done with Roma, which is a possibility, right? Uh, are we going to get rid of Belotti to both of our forwards? Are we going to bring two new ones? Which is okay, it might be an interesting idea. We'll let's see where we are next year. Are we going to be in Champions? Are we going to be Conference League? Are we going to be in Europa League? What's what's the budget for next year? I think changing two forwards a little too much. I think if we give Belotti enough season, a full off season for him to get prepared, even if we get rid of Tammy, we can bring another forward that, gets, that can be the starting. We can have Belotti there already knowing the forward, knowing the position, knowing the team, knowing the coach, hopefully if he sticks around. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm not quite ready to say goodbye, Andrea Belotti. I know that he didn't have a very good fir- uh, first uh, year at all. Zero goals in, in in, in Serie A, it's a, it's a shocking number. Three goals, I think, on in the Europa League. Uh, unthinkable for for someone like Belotti, right? Um, but anyways, it hasn't worked out really for him to Roma. But I'm not quite ready to say, or at least it needs to be analyzed more, uh, that his time in Rome is done. Um, besides that, yeah, lo- big loss opportunity. Like we lost him before against Monza, against Cremonese, many other times in the season, right? I think... Uh, if we would have won the yet, if we would have gotten the three points yesterday, we would still have a little hint of life, right? Although we're not mathematically eliminated right now, we still have a bigger hint of life, especially with the Juventus Milan match next 
next weekend, right? But I think I think it's all or nothing in Europa League. I think the last two matches, I think we're all we're all agreed that, like Mourinho said, it's a serious training session on on uh, on, on Saturday against Fiorentina, and then everything is on May thirty first in Budapest, right? All or nothing there. Yeah. Yeah, the eggs are in the Europa League final basket like it was last season for the Conference League. I, I'm I'm Sam. Sorry, Jerry. It's a two-on-one. It's all good. One of the podcasts and debate. I mean, I just... Yeah. I, I was in Rome for his debut and he almost scored with his first touch. I think he hit the post. Um, like, he signed, I think it was August 29th or 30th. Had one training session with Roma, maybe two, and then started the season. If he, I think he's only on a one-year deal. Um, I think he's he's prepared to lower his his wages for next season, which is fine by me. And if he get he gets another one year, I think it could be a good a good backup. But yeah, you can't sell both or get rid of both, especially where the rumours where. Aston Villa, Tottenham, Manchester United, and it wouldn't surprise me if any a few other Premier League clubs are after Tammy Abraham. Um, could never know you could see him back at Chelsea, even though they do have that ridiculous buyback clause. But I wouldn't see it'd be criminal to see both go. Uh, you never know; you might see none of them go. But yeah, who knows? But yesterday was just like first. It was the Gennaro Gattuso meme, wasn't it? Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe. But yeah, <laughs> it, it literally was. Second half was so much better. I just loved the fight at the end between Zaleski and Bouladia, and then they hugged like 30 seconds later. That stopped the game for like two minutes, and then the referee only added 40 seconds on added time <laughs> extra. <Terrible. laughs> I was just, oh, come on, just show consistency. But yeah, um, the main thing is they didn't lose because Rome was form since the final game is utterly pathetic in Serie A, isn't it? They lost to Atalanta, drew against AC Milan, drew against Monza, lost against Inter, drew against Bologna, and then drew yesterday. So the form going into the end of the season has been poor. You normally see this form February, March time, but I've not seen it like this for a while. And the uh, actually probably since all legs in Europe, I think. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think they knew from Feyenoord that that, that was their, they're going to be their only way through, uh, starting with the injuries. So um, I think they put all their eggs in basket after yeah. they beat Feyenoord. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, uh, we could be AC Milan, but if we didn't concede in the last minute, it would have been interesting. But yeah, all the eggs in the Europa League basket, but. It is what it is, but it's, does it feel like the the Serie A season is coming down with a bit of a whimper with our form, or is yes. it to be expected? Um, I I said if well once they put everything in the Europa League basket, I I thought it was to be expected. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's understandable. Um, so Juventus ten points deduction that came probably at the worst time for them. Would you agree? You're in the half of the match, right? Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it, the whole thing feels so distorted, you know. Like Serie, come on, man! Like do better, right? Do better, yeah. like like you guys say. Like you 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 come, you approach matches di- differently. Mm. So I mean, the whole thing is distorted. So that kind of adds to the whole thing. Okay, blah, at the end of the season, right? 
And then they, they got beat by Ampli 4-1. Uh, Caputo got two. Then there was the viral. Yeah, there was a the uh, a viral clip of Liam Henderson going to do some Vlajevic, 80 million. Ooh, ooh, like he's not worth it. Um, I caught a little bit of it yesterday. They didn't look, they looked despondent and they looked down, I think. The game on Thursday probably took it out of them. Then the news they got prior kickoff that they got they they were second to seventh in three days, and it's just ah, oh, that's a kick in the teeth. And it looks like they won't be in Europe next season because I think UEFA are trying to ban them for Europe. But exactly, Scott, I'm glad you brought that up. If they were just going to ban them, just ban them. What I keep mm. hearing is that they're trying to give them enough point deduction so they don't make Europe, but just ban them. It's mm. It's it just make it black or white in the, in this case. Don't don't try to beat around the bush. That that's all I keep hearing. So if Juventus for second, keep the points, but ban them from Europe. Don't give them all. We'll give them ten points or twelve points, just enough so they don't make Europe. So I I don't know. I just think this the whole season is just it's ending off terribly. And you know I I feel bad for Juventus fans, but if they deserve it, they deserve it. But even the fans around them, I told you for Roma's case. And same with Milan. You approach the season differently coming mm. to the end. They can't just keep going back and forth. I, I don't know. Like Sam says, just uh, it's just terrible how the season is ending for Serie A. I like what you did there, black and white. Nicely done. Yeah. Hey. Kit colours. Kit colours. Nicely put. Um, before we wrap up, I've, we've got some listeners' questions. Uh, I put a tweet out 19th. When was that? Friday? And we got we got some we got some uh, got some good questions, including Jody with a with a visual of a scarf inhaler, asthma inhaler, which I use because I'm asthmatic. Uh, paracetamol. Did you say that's um, what else is in that picture? <laughs> ah. I have to look at it again. It's. Uh, like, like you do when you manage your blood pressure. Ah, blood pressure. Duh. Sorry. Sorry, I'm having a senior moment. I'm, I'm 36. Bloody hell, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a visual thing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, right, we've got some qu- listeners' questions. Uh, we've got one from Tio, a.k.a. Demarbella's Jules, uh, a.k.a. at Grazi Totti 91 how disappointed are we that we have to wear the away for the final? How meaningless are the remainder of the games in Serie A? Crying emoji. Uh, for the the jersey to wear the away, I, I kind of find it strange because aren't Sevilla uh, home jerseys naturally white? Yeah. So White with I, red piping, I think it is, if I can Okay, you. so maybe there's a small conflict, but no, yeah, it is uh, It is rather disappointing because I don't I don't think there's much of a kit clash between the two, so just wear your preferred jerseys at that case. To wear their away jerseys, I, I find it, yeah, I find, I find it a little disappointing. And for, for Serie A, I mean, yeah, they're totally meaningless. I mean, we've been starting Kamara, Tahirovic, Missouri. I mean, there's, there's nothing to play for in Serie A. It sucks with Juventus' points. Uh, like I said, there was something to play for if we knew about the points earlier. But now uh, it, it's like we need a minor miracle to make fourth. We need a we need a loss and a draw from Milan and us to win our last two games to make it. So and 
that would take a miracle in itself. So uh, I, I think they're totally meaningless. Yeah, training sessions. Training session on Saturday for some players to get some minutes under the legs. Yeah. Like we spoke earlier, Dybala would be great. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think I think we've said it like repeated over and over in this podcast, right? Budapest, Budapest, Budapest. <laughs> and, and, as then, as the, and as far as the uh, the the jersey, so let me get this straight. So Sevilla is playing with a red shirt and Roma with a white shirt. Is that what's happening? Let's have a look. Uh, if we are with a wage shirt, isn't there a wage shirt? There a wage shirt? Red? Like, we're I don't know. Under I don't yeah. For the final. I don't so, know what Sevilla is going to look in, but I would assume they're playing with their own. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I, I would say training session, all guns blazing for Budapest, potential party on the 4th of June. Oof, for the post party in Rome, then now nah would be something. I don't want to talk so much about that, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> arriving back at like Fiumicino at like five a.m. like they did last year, but no, 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 it it'll be good. Uh, Kevin, aka Irish Roman Easter, uh, do you think the mentality shift we've seen can be sustained after the Mourinho project is ended, whenever that is? I've seen plenty of better Roman teams than this one, but not many with the sheer grit we saw on Thursday. And I don't want to lose it. Here, here, Kevin. I completely agree. Great point. Yeah. Great point. Uh, yeah, that mentality, that's what cost us before. That's, that thing, that's, the biggest, that's the biggest thing that Mourinho has brought, right? I think we, before we were not good managers of matches, right? Where Roma had to play with everything they've got at 20, everything 100% of the whole time. Now we've able to manage matches, uh, set up uh, uh, energy at moments, you know, and still be focused 100%, still be compact, but we're just better managers. I think Mourinho, the mentality, Mourinho has, I think that's one of the biggest things that he's brought to Rome. Yeah, that, that um, mentality you, is. I, and I think, I don't think he's been here long enough so where we can say that mentality has been said. I think that mentality is still, I think that mentality is still attached to him when it comes to Rome. I think he'll have to be here for longer for that mentality to stay. Uh, I think it's all Mourinho now. Yeah, he is a natural natural winner though, isn't he? Sorry to interrupt. He is a natural winner and he demands a lot. And if you give it, he will appreciate it. Yeah, he will. And that's a good point too, uh, Sam. Um, to add to that, I think he's brought a mentality of how to Roma once they're, they're leading or ahead, which I think was a, a, very, a big weakness. They don't have many blunders. They're able to sustain and keep that, that focus and close out games, which is nice to see. Before Milan's game, remember, they only dropped one game when they were ahead, which was the Sassuolo game. I know Milan and Monza were two games where they were up and they uh, they they draw points, but that's you know you can you can attribute that to a bit of mental fatigue as well as um, as well as resting so many players and injuries. But but Mourinho has brought that to Roma where they have an advantage and they have such uh, a strong um, mental focus to keep it and to close out games with just an, an added bonus to it. So I think it can be sustained, but you're right. He has to be here a little longer. Potential third season? I think he stays, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Sometimes with the, with the hints that he throws, you know, he says something about Pinto yesterday. Listen, we're friends, but he does his job. I do my job. And he throws hints that we're, he, 
after the conference, like when you try to read between the lines, and it, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Should we just wait? Uh, until hopefully, he sticks around. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I want him to stay because he's. I think he's building something, and we need him to to take this yeah. club to the next level. Because two European finals in his two years at the club. He tied the history, Scott. They had two European finals in their history. Before. In the history, yeah. The fairy, the fairies cup, right in the sixties. Yes, and the UEFA <laughs> cup. The conference, that was their only European title. Yeah, UEFA Cup, Champions League, the European Cup final on your birth on your birthday, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they lost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, against Liverpool in Rome. Um, but yeah, I want him to stay. I want him to. I don't think he'll have. The allure of PSG, but that's probably a topic for another day because there's too there's too many egos in that team. Um, which what? Yeah. But if of, you think if you're Mourinho, look, think about this: if you're Mourinho, you win the conference. Let's say everything goes according to plan on the thirty first. You mm. win the you, the Europa League. Don't you want to go to a team where you can win the Champions League and you can say, "I want three straight." Three straight. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, something to think about. It is. We'll have to wait and see. I hope he stays. I've not been converted. We all agree on that. Yeah, I, I'm not saying I've been converted. I'm just saying because we've had some beef with with the Mourinho fans, but I think <laughs> I think he's doing a really what well, he's done a brilliant job. Yeah, yeah. And he's, all, right? yeah, and look at the the fan base. It's come in. I just think, please stay, <laughs> just stay, um, Gary. Moraney, uh, how do you think slash anticipate Josie will, Jose will line up and what tactical plan should he, will he adopt in Budapest? I think it has to be the Trident 343 slash 3421. And yeah. if Dabal yeah. is fit, he'll line up as the, the two behind Abraham. I think you have to start your best eleven. The only thing I would worry about is: do you play Lorente or do you play Ibanez? I think after Thursday's performance in Leverkusen, I would uh, I I would just go back to what you trust and what played with you the most would be the Mancini, Smalling, Ibanez mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. trio. I I think that's what it is. I think Chelik um, earned that spot on the right side. I've been a fan of him all year, Sam. I don't know if you listened to certain episodes where. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I've been raving about his defensive play. Like, I don't think he gets beaten at all. And I was tired of seeing Zaleski get beaten. So mm-hmm. I think he plays for sure. If Spinazzola is healthy, he will play. If not, well, we'll see Zaleski. Uh, hopefully he can help us at least offensively. And their only other question is Dybala. I don't think you're moving Matic and Cristante from the middle. There's no, no way. That's, yeah. That's, uh, that there's, I would be shocked. The only thing is is up top. If Dybala does not play, who do you play with Pellegrini? And I think it's going to be Abraham. Is it going to be El Shwari or is it going to be Wijnaldum to start and bring El Shwari off the bench? Personally, I think I would rather see a bit more flair to have El Shwari and bring Wijnaldum in later in the game to help control depending on the situation. But that's how I feel he'll line up with. Um, they'll be conservative at the start, tactically, like they always do to try to grow into game 15-20 minutes. But if they can hold off by not too much pressure in the first 15, 20 minutes. I think they have a really good chance. And uh, yeah, um, we'll just still keep doing it as they did with other European games, do just enough to try to win the game. Yeah, uh, I will say this, Sevilla will be without Marcus Acuna, who got sent off for time-wasting. 
<laughs> yeah, he's been playing left back, left slash left wing back on the Mandela bar. If I can get somebody that's an expert on Sevilla and the Spanish league, uh, yeah. I'll, do, I'll do some work this week. This next yeah, um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be, I agree. I think it, it'll be the tried and trusted. I think Matis and Cristante are your two dependents in the centre of midfield. Yeah. It's just if the ball is fit, you have to play him. And if not, it has to be either, as you said, either Al Shawari and you could bring him be impactful for 65, 70 minutes. And if if you're ahead, you bring on Wijnaldum and you drop to a three in midfield and go three five one one and stick Pellegrini behind Abraham and just say, I want to be as compact as possible and then see the game out. But yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But I think it will be the tried and tested. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. You guys brought it up. Uh, Ibanez Llorente could be a question, you know, because Llorente mm. has done well when, when the opportunity has arise for him. Either within the three defenders or in the line of four, he's done well on both. He's shown some signs of versatility that way. Uh, I still think I still think Ibanez will play, but you never know, Mourinho. You never know. Uh, uh, I wouldn't. What do you? How do you guys think about? Um, Llorente staying uh, past this summer. Uh, I know he comes from Leeds United. He has a, he has a long contract with them still, a few years. I think it's multiple years. I think it's three or four. Don't quote me on that, but it's multiple years of contract. Leeds United is fighting relegation. They are. Yeah. Let's say they go to the championship. Uh, he might, you know, what, what he was looking at earlier in the season, you know, remember when he started playing, he started doing well. People said, yeah, he's going to be here for a couple of months because he's he, he's 18 million euros or something. It's very expensive to deal with clubs from, from Premier League. But now the situation has changed, right? Leeds United might, might get relegated. He might look into stand alone another year. So, uh, you know, he's not a bad option. He's shown that he can come in and step in and, and be of help to the team right away, which usually doesn't happen, especially in the winter transfer for Roma. Yeah. I would like him to stay. Um, just I wouldn't at that price, but I think you're right. Well, yeah, you got probably another loan. If I mean, I if Leeds United ends up being relegated, another loan is not out of the planet, right? That's right, and at a reduced cost, I wouldn't mind keeping him. Um, me and Scott have spoken about some of his strengths, and he's really good at being composed on the ball, and that's something we have a weakness in for defenders um, at times. So I wouldn't mind him saying, but yeah, it's, it's got to be at a lower cost, and which is. Feasible. I would still like to bring in an upgrade on defense. I think you can't go wrong with having too many center backs, as you see what happened when we had to start playing Cristante in the middle. So uh, you'll have to sacrifice someone, though. Y- yeah, uh, um, not for your rente. Well, it depends if it's a loan or not. That all depends of how they get your rente. But if you sacrifice Ibanez, I think they're still going to get another CB because I don't think they really trust in Kumbula. Oh no, you have well, and Kumbula has an ACL, so he's, yeah, he's going to be out for a while. Se- even the yeah. next season is compromised for him. So you know, because yeah. after you come back from an ACL, is yeah, okay, I'm fine. But the mental part. And That's it's right. not like he was lighting the world on fire anyways before he's No, injured. exactly. But uh, Mourinho always wants five center backs. He's always been begging for it. So I think you'll see at least five. And I wouldn't mind Llorente being one of them for sure. He's, one of the sacrifices for a big money, big money, you can say it could be Ibanez, right? Yeah, Ibanez. Yeah, because he's easily wanted by Newcastle and Atletico Madrid. Yeah, and I've heard rumors about Tottenham as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Also, Pinto is wanted by Tottenham. Because I think they're going to have a massive clear out in the summer after their appalling end to the season. By the way, Lorente has signed a deal with Leeds until 
June of 2026, he signed a contract extension in December. And then he went out on loan. You see, four more years. You see. Four more years. Leeds are uh, in the most, oh, in a, a diabolical relegation battle between, especially after Leicester drew nil-nil last night. So it's, and the final game of the season is this weekend. And Leeds have, bear with me for a second, I'm on a tangent. Uh, where is week 38? Fixtures, fixtures, fixtures. This is great podcasting. <laughs> Come on, Leeds. June fourth. Yeah, Leeds are at home to Tottenham, and Everton are at home to Bournemouth, and Leicester are at home to West Ham. So, Leeds are, I think they're nineteenth or eighteenth, and Leicester. Yeah, it's between. It's there's there's one spot left, pretty much. And the gap is two points between them and Everton. So Everton will their own faith. But I mean, by playing Tottenham, I know Tottenham's had a bad year. It doesn't look good for Leeds, so yeah, maybe Roma's benefit if, if they do get relegated, we might get Llorente uh, on a discount. Yeah. Just extend the loan another year, right? That'll yeah, just to do it alone. Just play a, like a minimal loan fee for a year. Or rather still play at least Europa League, don't right? Or or, or Serie A than Championship? I would imagine. I would imagine. Yeah, so Leeds at nineteenth. Uh, Southampton already relegated. I actually was there when they got relegated. Leicester on 31 points and Everton on 33. So it's two of Leicester, Leeds and Everton to go down. Uh, yeah. So we'll find yeah, out. If, if, if Everton gets a draw, though, they, uh, I think they, they're safe. They, they should be... Uh, well, they're safe of Leeds. Sorry, Leeds get eliminated if Everton gets a draw because I don't think... Leads are going to win by by more than three goals because it's goal differential. So yeah, they it's have goal a, difference. It's going to be really tough. Yeah, Everton's goal difference. Right, we're going on a tangent here. <laughs> Final question from the Gracchi brothers at at Chianti underscore Mia. Is it Mia Pichi? Uh, if we lose the final and finish seventh, send us back to the Conference League. Do you still consider this a successful season? Reminder. <laughs> Explicit goal before the season was qualifying for the Champions League. Uh, this is tough because I truly think Roma would have qualified for Champions League uh, if it not been uh, the injuries. So, I mean, that's something you can't fault the coach or a team for. I think they played, I'm not going to say well enough. You know, they had games where they were very shocking, that, but they, they, they came. They came very close. Regardless if there's the Juventus points, they still came very close. You can argue a win here or there. They're close. So is it successful? I mean, it's very hard to determine. I say without the injuries, it's successful. But injuries are part of the game, so it's a little disappointing in terms of the league. I expect a little better, but you can't take away from European final. I mean, they're they're literally one game away from making. This is the closest they've been in five years, almost five years of making it. So uh, Europe has been a Big success, Serie A, a little disappointing, but part of that for me is is because of the injuries. I echo those those sentiments. It's, it's hard to say. It's a it's a. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's, hard. Hard. it's hard. It's hard. hard. Listen, the yeah. main goal, the main goal, when this whole thing started, the whole season started, the main goal this year was to reach Champions League. So if we don't reach Champions League, it's hard to not say it was not a successful season, right? Uh, 
Uh, it's 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 a tough one because we like you say we showed the growth, but also if we if we don't qualify to Champions League, and Mourinho doesn't stay. We're talking about year zero again, and the mental yeah. building that mentality and the whole thing again. To call that a successful season would be to build on something from the season before. If we're starting a year zero, I wouldn't call that a successful season. I know there's a European final on the line, but uh, getting to swim in the whole ocean to get into <laughs> To almost see, see, see the, the earth and dying and at the end, I, I still don't call that successful. So, I, you know, it'll be historic, yeah, but a successful season as far as next year playing Conference League, no. And with the budget, you know, Roma has a lot of problems with the numbers. So with a lot of the influx of money from Champions League, I wouldn't call it a successful season. No, no. We need to be it's dining. It's a tough one, though, but no. We need Champions League money. We need to be dining it's at the top table. Yeah. No, I agree. We need to be dining at the top table, enjoying the feast of the, the top guys and just enjoying those Champions League nights. Getting that Champions League revenue will help the club massively going forward and it could help in the coffers for potential signings in the summer. Yeah, if we do the math, I mean, I don't, have, I don't have the numbers in front of me. The money that Inter and Milan are bringing are close to 80 million, 100 million euros for those participation in Europe. Uh, we need to be cl getting closer to that. I mean, if Roma plays in a, a quarterfinal of a Champions League, you know the money that we bring in? That will solve, I wouldn't say that will solve Roma's debt, but that will help a lot. Yeah. A lot. Not sure. only in the football part, on the, in the, in the books. For sure, especially kept her under financial fair play. Sam, I'm glad you brought up the, the, the number of 80 million because if Roma... Uh, it's a it's a double win for Roma if, if they do win this final. Not only do they get the prize money of winning it, they also get the Champions League qualification money, and that equivalents close to eighty million. That's what they were saying. Uh, so it's 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 massive for them if they win it, and this is the closest they ever been. Look, it's it's in their hands. They can make the season successful. This is in their hands. So they got to show up for one game. One game they got to show up for and just take it. If they want to show that growth, well, this is the game to do it. And we'll consider it a successful season. One one record is going to be broken, right? Um, either Mourinho losing a final, European. I know he's lost a super, European Super Cup, but I mean, let's talk about a full tournament, full on tournament, right? He's, five he's never lost a final in, in, in Sevilla, never lost a Europa League final. They're 6 0. Yeah. So one record will be broken uh, on May 31st. Who breaks? Who breaks the streak? It's a it's an Undertaker streak out of WWE. Oh, it's going to be <laughs> sorry to bring 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 that reference in, but yeah, it is. Who's going to be the Brock Lesnar? Oh, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm just thinking of that Champions League money. Like, yeah. you, if you get to the latter stages of the Champions League, so if you get to the quarters, you unbuck at those because you get the TV money also. And it's crazy. Yeah, think about this. The, the, since the free teams arrive, all they've done is influx money into the team. Influx, influx money. Without a lot of money coming in. I know they have deep pockets, very deep pockets. For, for how long is that sustainable for, right? So, uh, you know, we got to start make, getting some serious money in as well. And to do that as well is, uh, is, is international recognition. The more successful you are, the, the better... Revenue you get with sponsors, with attractions, with players. So, 
yeah, it's it's certainly it's certainly a big thing for for Roma and especially as well for the Freakins. I mean, I'm sure after a while, you know, influx of money, influx of money, they they want to make this team grow, and this is well, this is a way to do it. Before we finish, I've literally got the prize money for this year's Champions League on my phone. <laughs> this is really uh, so the payout for winning it is eighty five point one four minute one four million. With yeah, a perfect a group stage performance is a lot. Uh, so you get 15.7 million for reaching the group stage. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> you get 930k for group stage doors, 2.8 million for group stage wins, 9.6 million for the round of 16, 10.5 million for the quarterfinals, 12.5 million for semi final, 15.5 million for runner up, and 20 million for winning it. That's not on top of all the TV, TV money and also the. But yeah, uh, it's mental. I just want to be dining at the top table again. It's been far too long. Yeah, I agree. Hopefully, we can do it on the thirty first. Yeah, uh, guys, yeah. I think we I think we covered pretty much. We've gone an hour. Um, I think we covered some good topics, and uh, we're all just playing the waiting game now, aren't we? We're just waiting for May thirty first. No, no, like I said before, yeah. we go before we go. I would like to have somebody from the Spanish league so that we can do a little mm. breakdown on Sevilla before the thirty first. So I'll I'll do I'll start to do my homework. I, will, I also, I I also might have someone also. I might have someone I could contact, but yeah. Sorry, I just wanted Joey. to give final thoughts. and I was just saying, I know you guys, uh, I know I had my uh, fair fair point about Balot earlier. I'm just hoping maybe he proves me wrong and scores in the final. And <laughs> scores the winner. Tell me I told you so. <laughs> scores the winner, yeah. This is much. We've been saying that for a while. It's hard to defend a guy with no goals. Listen, I get it. I get it. I think him and Isaac Success are the only two strikers. With a 3 million euro salary, yeah. I would say. With a high salary, too, for, for this team. That has to be said. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of money. But him and Isaac Success hasn't scored in Serie A this season. That's two strikers. One who plays for Udinese and one plays for Roma. The... the the duck has to be broken. It has he, to be broken. He scored one, Scott. He scored one this year, Isaac's success. Oh, has he? Oh, that's, yeah, that he was from a couple scoring. of weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, he scored. I think it was more recently, but he ended up scoring goals. So the, the only one left is uh, is Bellotti. <laughs> oh. oh, yes, he did. He scored against uh, everyone's favorite whipping boys. Cremonese. Cremonese. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh yes, he scored the second goal, uh, the third goal. But no, um, well, he should be relegated. Maybe he's just keeping it all for the final. You never know. You never know. Ah, uh, guys, I think we should uh, wrap this pod. I think we've 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 covered a lot of topics. As he said, we are just playing the waiting game, and it's just eight days away. Um, training matches, final party question mark but who knows um guys you can follow us at the magicast.com you can find all our previous episodes on the website you can find us on all podcasts p- podcast platforms so apple soundcloud p- 
pod, uh, Spotify, Podbean. I tried to say the two combined. That went horrifically well. Um, Joey, Sam, thank you for joining me on this Tuesday evening. I nearly said Monday evening. Tuesday, we're near the end of the season. Probably got a few podcasts left in us. And then it's the summer. Thank you, Scott, as always. Thanks, Scott. Thanks. Happy to be here. I nearly, I, I nearly sneezed there. Sorry. Hay fever is horrific here in the UK. Second podcast in a row. I've tried not to sneeze on the podcast. But no, pleasure as always, guys. Absolute pleasure. We'll be back after the Fiorentina game. And we'll be reviewing the big final. Budapest, Budapest, Budapest. Sevilla awaits. Monchi awaits. Could you imagine the aftermath if Roma wins? The Monchi. Well, first time we mentioned Monchi all, all episode long. I want to stay away until we do the preview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. The Monchi means we'll wait. But no, thank <laughs> you guys. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll be back next week. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.